0: welcome everyone to respawn aim fire i feel like i did this for alec didn't i no you did it you definitely did it last week it's my turn it's my week you're right respawn aim fire the Kickass ass Reverend gaming podcast brought to you by affable idiots i'm one of your hosts chad michael Innes. we've also got uh our co-host here adam still is a statue gumbert adam how are you Hey, I'm good. My internet just caught up to all of that, and
1: everything's good to go. <laughs> I will have to say, for everyone who's wondering, we will get to, I tweeted this out, what does FFTFBL mean?
0: And Chad will tell you what it means later in the show, but I'm going to tell you what I think it means first. Mm, okay, okay, okay. That's a teaser. We'll get there. Yeah, tease. Uh, you'll notice missing from the podcast today, our RAF regular, Alex... Shit of... No, that that's not the order of the words that I meant to say. Um, Cosina, uh, I meant to say a goose came and shit on his computer, and due to global warming, goose shit now has become toxic and poisonous, like alien blood, and it like mm-hmm. ate through his computer, uh, acid like acid like.
1: And then you weren't uh, close. I thought that's where you were gonna go. I was gonna yeah. be like, hey, talk about the goose thing, but then you just I don't know what words you were. Trying to say Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I started with the word shit, I think, but I meant to start with the yeah. word goose. Um goose shit. yeah, alex Alex is not here. Plural Alex is not here. He, he's had some, some rough times up there in Canada. They had some freak winter storms and he's been without power for a few days. So go to twitter.com slash Alex Cousina or is it Cozy Bear? No, it's Alex Cousina. It might Twitter. be Cozy Bear. Is it? Which it's one Alex is it? Cozina. Yeah, it's Alex. Okay. Go to go to Alex Cousina on Twitter and just send him like a gif of a happy goose, a happy goose. Mm-hmm. Send that to him. Just cheer him up. Send it to him uh, right now. We are here right now on Twitch.tv/slash AviableIdiot. It's live, where you can watch us on Sunday evenings around eight thirty p.m. Eastern time. If you hate us, you can go to YouTube.com and podcast services on Tuesday mornings and watch us delayed there at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we've got some fun stuff to talk about today, including whatever you think T-T- uh, FFTFBL stands for. We've got some Mario stuff. But before we get to all of that, we're going to chat first about our main quest. Is Sony making a lamer Vita? This comes from Stephen Wright at GameSpot. Not GameStop. Here's the news. More than a decade after the release of the last PlayStation handheld, the Vita, several reliable leakers have reported that Sony is working on some sort of handheld device built around cloud streaming. As reported by Insider Gaming, the device is codenamed the Q Lite, and it will require a PS5. It's set to use Sony's existing remote play functionality to adaptively stream gameplay to the Q Lite up to 1080p, 60 frames per second. The report further suggests that the Q Lite will resemble a PS5 controller with a massive 8-inch LCD touchscreen in the center, and it will feature adaptive triggers, volume buttons, speakers, and an audio input jack. It's currently set to release before the PS5 Pro and after the rumored detachable disk drive. Two other things that are also rumored the report says that the Q Lite and the detachable disk drive are part of the previously reported second phase of the PS5's lifespan, which will include other hardware drops, including wireless earphones and a wireless headset. So much to unpack in this thing. Well, first of all, all of this hardware r- rumors coming up for the second half of the PS5's lifespan. Uh, but right off the bat, let's tackle the Q Lite Adam. What are your impressions of the Q Lite?
1: Uh, it's a weird one for me, um, because there was also a thing early last week. I think Logitech or Asus. Every company is getting into like making a streaming handheld, right, or like a cloud handheld, which, right. right, is cool. You're like, okay, hey, and again, the Steam Deck is obviously the best version of this, but it's like you can have your um your Game Pass cloud or your, every company has a cloud service, and they're like, here's a handheld, and you get on Wi-Fi, and you can play all your services this one is a little weird to me it depends on the price of course i think if it was like the price of a controller whatever with a controller with the screen so maybe 100 bucks but to be like all right we're gonna make a handheld that is only remote play so you have to own a ps5 then you have to buy this controller and then you have to be on a stable internet connection to use remote play it's like or i could just use my phone in a backbone or i could use any of the other cloud devices that would let me do other things as well. So it seems like a weird, it all depends on price, but I'm like, why would I, why would I buy this? <laughs> Unless I just really, really want to hold a dual sense with the screen on it and play in the next room over. Cause someone's using the TV. Like I don't, I don't like, it feels like such a niche market for this compared to just like, if Sony was like, Hey, we're going to make a cloud not a Vita 2 necessarily. We're like, we're going to make another handheld device. It's like the DualSense that has remote play and this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, that would be interesting. But this being so specific to like, you got to have a PS5. You got to be on a stable network with remote play. And then you can play only remote play. Just doesn't, I don't get who it's for. And again, depends on the price. Because if this thing was like 150 or more, I'm like, why are you wasting my time?
0: Yeah. It, it is so wild to me that they're even experimenting with something like this. Because for, for a couple of reasons, like you said... My phone has the most advanced wireless communications chips and antennas and all that kind of shit in it on the planet right now for a mobile device, like 5G ultra wideband. It's got, you know, Wi-Fi 6E in it. It's got like a lot more expensive parts than I'm sure Sony's going to put in a handheld device that's meant to be just streaming. Not to mention, I already pay for the data plan for it, all that stuff. I'm not going to put a second device on a data plan. And then you get to the, the point where all right, all right. Well, it's there for the controller, right? Well, as you mentioned, backbones exist. And what's confusing to me is that PlayStation already has an officially licensed Backbone controller that they released last year. It's a hundred bucks, and it looks and feels like a Dual Sense controller. It doesn't have the adaptive triggers or the haptics, but it is a play. It's like it is a PlayStation controller developed by Backbone specifically to help you remote play PlayStation 5 video games. Like So the solutions are already there, better versions of these. And the, it's, the, apparently the rumor is like, it's gonna have an eight inch screen on it. Well, in that case, then yeah, you might have an iPad around or a, an Android tablet around or something like that that has a bigger screen that you can use the same backbone thing for, or you can use your existing DualSense controller for. And so it doesn't make, it makes zero sense to me. Unless, they are somehow making it, uh, making the remote play some like somehow improving the quality of the remote play experience on this thing in a way that they cannot do on an existing device. I don't understand what they would do to make that happen, but like if if for some reason you know, iOS and Google Play Store like they have restrictions on the way that remote play apps can work, therefore they can't function as well like this can be able to skirt all around that because it's Sony first party. But yeah, I don't know what improvements they could possibly make to make that worth it. So I'm just completely baffled at, at this device. And I can't imagine that the screen is going to be, I I mean, again, my, my phone has an OLED 120 Hertz screen on it that I can't imagine that they're going to create a device that is, less than, like, a Nintendo Switch or a Steam Deck that's going to have that mm-hmm. good of of a. And of your, four, your
1: phone it. screen is, what, 2K, 4K? I know it's... I don't... 2K, yeah. don't want to get on YouTube, it tells me, like, 2160. I don't... You know, yeah. I don't know if that's actually getting really 4K. But that's what I'm saying, like... And this is, like, up to 1080p 60. Like, that's the match. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why, why would I just not buy a Backbone? And again, also, I have to own a PS5. You yeah. have to own a PS5. So... Again, if it's an additive, if it's like, hey, I don't know, I haven't looked at how much a dual sense Normally, controllers are what, 60, 70 for a new controller? I guess it depends. Yeah, I think it's 70 bucks for a sense. So if this is like 80, 90 because it's got the screen built in, that seems fine. But also, I don't know in what world you sell an 8 inch screen with all the haptic stuff for 90 bucks. So then it gets yeah. to that point where, like, yeah, no, I'll just use another, I will use another avenue. Like, again, if I can remote play to my, my Steam Deck, and then also get all those games natively. And it's like you can get so many other features with similar devices that if this is the same price as or near any of those prices, like, what I, I don't understand. I guess, I mean, I guess we'll see because it's rumored, but it it seems to be substantiated. I just don't. It's a weird one. I don't hate it. Again, I think if you can get the price under $100, bucks, I'm like, that's cool. Like, for people who are like, I like to remote play, that's cool. It's not more expensive than a controller and basically buy another controller. Cool. But I just don't. No, if we're gonna to get to that price point, so then I don't understand why I even bother putting it out. I don't know, make yep. make ten thousand of them and you'll sell them to hardcore people, I guess. I don't know.
0: Now there's a there's another little thing, another little layer to this. It's rumored that this is called the Q Light. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in whatever the Q Regular might be? like the the normal (laughs) queue which might be a playstation branded you know steam deck competitor that did i say the right one steam 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 deck yeah it might be a steam Steam deck Deck competitor where it's basically that but it accesses the playstation store instead of steam and it's able to run playstation like would you be interested in that granted probably for 400 300 bucks Well, I think you do a middle ground. I think you do again, like Logitech and Asus
1: are having these handheld cloud devices. So if it's like, okay, hey, you have PlayStation Plus Premium, so you can stream whatever is on that service or stream your PS5 games or do remote play, but also play like PS2, PS3 games on it maybe without having to have a constant connection or like there are things you could add to it to make you be like, oh, okay, if this is a similar price as Logitech but it's just a PlayStation version of that similar device. I don't see a problem with that. Again, not for me because I don't really mobile game, but I think that that's not a bad thing. If it's like it's similar to theirs, but it's our brand, cool.
0: But I don't know if that's what they're doing. I'm thinking alongside the lines of like imagine a um, a Steam Deck form factor with the guts of like an Xbox Series S version of the PlayStation where it's, you know, 1080p, 60 frames per second version of the PS5's guts, but it's still able to run the things at a you know lower frame rate. Maybe it doesn't do ray tracing. Maybe it does. Who knows? Like that, like, and h- hard, like, download things, not streaming from the cloud. Like, mm-hmm. a, a true success. I don't think we will ever see that for a reasonable price point because we already know Microsoft is losing, like, hundreds of dollars per Xbox Series S sold. So I don't think the PlayStation is going to make something like that. But, like, that is a – that's a – a small niche that I think would be filled that people would respond to. QLight, I don't think, has a place in this Mm -hmm. world. But I think that's a specific circumstance that I think people would respond to. That would be more interesting, but I just think after what happened
1: with Vita, where it didn't sell super good, and then you have PSVR 2, and we've had reports of, like, that didn't do as well as they wanted either. Are they going to make another piece of hardware that, like, let's hope that this another handheld did good? You know, they can't ignore what happened with their other the last time they made things that weren't a PlayStation console. Yeah. I think there's no way you'd ever get that. That would be cool. I would like the idea of them making a stream deck or a steam deck, excuse me, competitor. I just don't see them ever doing that. And again, it would not be cheap. It would be the same price or more. Like it, there's no way that they can undercut steam. Um, so again, I like the idea. Don't think that'll ever happen. Yep.
0: Uh, we've already heard, uh, speaking of some of these other hardware things in there, um you know pro is in there apparently a detachable disc drive i've been you know as much as i shit on a disc drive i love my all digital i buy everything digital every once in a while once in a very very blue moon like navy blue moon i think to myself like man it would have been convenient to have a disc drive right now maybe like literally once a decade i have not had i have not used my disc drive since the middle of the PlayStation three era. But like you mentioned last week, like, oh, Final Fantasy, strangers of paradise origins, whatever, like you can get that real cheap at GameStop on disc and then return it within seven days. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, I could, or I could pay the 40, 50 bucks that it is on PSN. Like, damn. So like a detachable disc drive seems archaic to me in a way, but also like, oh, that's a good alternative. Especially if it's, if it's less than a hundred dollars. Because that's the price difference between buying the digital version and the the disc version of the of the PlayStation console. Like, oh that's that's a convenient little add on there. Yeah, that's uh a kind of a, a way
1: that I don't see most electronic companies go, but I would love for be there being like, hey, here is the base model of the PlayStation or the new PlayStation Five, right? And if you want the disc, you buy it and put the disk drive on extra. Yeah. Like I don't like there doesn't need to be two tiers. It's like there's a tier. And there's an extra if you want the extra stuff. I would love that instead of, like, yeah. Because, again, it's a little different now. But at the beginning, like, I have a PS5 with a disk drive. It was just because that was the one I could get. Because, again, they were so hard to get. My friend happened to have an extra one. And I was like, I guess I'll have to pay this extra $100, even though I'll never use the disk drive on it, just because that was available. So if it was like, oh, there are only ones without them, and get the attachment. I'm like, well, great. Just give me the base one, and I won't buy the attachment. Or if I want to, you know, I can. But I don't think that's an awful idea. You know, it it depends.
0: It the would also make manufacturing whatever, like um, they would only have to manufacture one skew of everything. They wouldn't have to guess mm-hmm. at the like the ratio of how many disk drives versus not disk drives do we produce. Yeah. It would simplify things so much. It's just like when I was working at a
1: at GameStop and people talked about, you know, back when collector's editions were like, oh, why are there so many there's you know, they have to divvy them up between consoles because there are discs mm-hmm. in them. I'm like, I would love if you don't put the disc in it, lower the price of the collector's edition. And then just let me, because I don't, I'm buying it for the extra crap, and then I'm going to get the game anyways. (laughs) So, like, let me get the base thing that I want, and if I want extra stuff on top of it, let me do that. Instead of forcing it, be like, I would love to get Mass Effect 3 uh, Special Edition, but they sold out on PlayStation 3, so I have to get the, I don't have a 360. So, like, what do I do? Like, let's just get rid of that middle ground where I have to make decisions and just be like, here's the base thing, and you can buy add-ons if you want.
0: What about these headsets and headphones like we've we've heard rumors in weeks before that like they're working on basically AirPods for your PlayStation 5 like little earbuds and things like that which I think would be like comfortable but I don't necessarily think I would wear them or use them as much as I would uh, the traditional PlayStation 3d audio for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 uh, pulse wireless 3d headset that I currently use Uh, but I think it's a cool little option for people who prefer those earbuds instead.
1: I mean I assume like every couple of years you got to make a new headset so you know like they they didn't just release the you know the the Apple AirPods once and then never made new ones like come on this right. is what they do so <laughs> that'd be cool to get new ones maybe just add like this one rumbles on the top left side too or whatever they end up doing with them but yeah that's headsets having updates is completely normal so that would be cool and especially yeah if you do like it's the pro version of the what do they call their, their wireless headset pulse. pulse? Well,
0: they have the pulse 3d wireless headset for PlayStation four and PlayStation five. And then they also just released last year, this line of Sony PlayStation. I don't know if they're PlayStation branded or Sony branded, but there's like three different tiers of Sony gaming headsets. Mm. Um, Where are they? Oh yeah. They're the in zone. There's like the H three H nines. Um, apparently they're trash
1: <laughs> <laughs> Audrey has
0: some that she every once in a while tries to use while we play destiny and it's just terrible and she eventually switches back because she's like work. god these are the worst fucking headphones she's like I feel sorry for people that buy these hey, you thinking keep going they're a premium for, experience, like... and then they're terrible
1: mm-hmm. yeah you hate that you keep going for two minutes I'm gonna go plug in my ethernet
0: all right uh I will talk a little bit more about the wireless headset I think this is something that's wild. Like AirPods would certainly be convenient. They'd be a lot more lightweight. You wouldn't have to worry about messing up your hair. But if we had a wireless headset, and Adam just mentioned this thing about the vibrating, one of one of like the low-key, really great things about PSVR2 is the fact that it has the haptics built into the headset. And obviously right now, developers are only thinking about developing haptics for your head in PlayStation VR games. But if we had some kind of headset that in the headband itself had a motor, uh, granted the battery life would be absolute shit, especially based on the, how long the, the DualSense Edge controller lasts. But just, just, just humor me for a second, if we had a headband that had haptics in it, so that you could feel that even in your regular video games, not just when you're playing in VR, that could be freaking dope. And I think that's one of those subtle things, similar to haptics, that are like could be the like the game-changing thing, especially if you're already immersed with 3D audio. Uh, that's one of my favorite things when playing in VR is you have that 3D audio. But when like something flies by your head or bullets or something like that. And you can feel it and hear the wind. You can feel the presence of the thing via the rumble in the headset, even if it's not necessarily like something hitting you in the moment too. So that could be pretty cool. Um, Looking through here, the rest of the things that were mentioned, uh, other hardware drops like PS5 Pro, which seems like that could be pretty cool. Welcome back, Adam. Adam what's going on <laughs> what are we talking about here <laughs> we just talking about like if they made a if they made a headset that also had haptics in it like the psvr so that you could feel that That'd kind cool. of stuff in the headset. I, say, yeah, I said buzzing in the top left ear come on yeah man. i gave you credit i gave you credit don't worry thank you thank you i know you couldn't Whew. hear me but i gave you credit yeah <laughs> very cool yeah so uh, lots of lots of hardware it looks like on the horizon for playstation over the next few years uh some of it cool some of it baffling who knows that's it for our main quest we're gonna move on to playtime, where we talk about what we played this week we've got i'm gonna jump in here with adam because i know what the first one is uh Dude, i'm just really curious what okay you're gonna guess what mine is so i'm gonna guess what yours is um this first okay. one is major league baseball mlb the show you got me i know yep. mlb is
1: tough to figure out but that is I have played more MLB The Show. I'm a baseball guy. I'm not really a baseball guy now. It's a fantastic game. It's fun to just... I love having... Because, again, right now, there's only two things that I'm playing. It's the next thing I'm playing, and then we have to play Final Fantasy, which I'm not looking forward to. And I'm just really in a holding <laughs> pattern until Star Wars. Um, So it's nice you to just have You better start Final Fantasy
0: before Star Wars gets here, or else you're never going to play it. <laughs> that's literally the last day of the month. It's, I'll be all right. Okay. Uh, but it's just nice to like
1: have a thing that's like... A podcast game, whatever. Like you can go in there and play a whole week's worth of baseball games um with just my single player in like a 30 minute span. Great. Love it. It's fun just to sit down and I'm catching up on uh some podcasts on McElroy podcast specifically. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you doing uh, My Brother,
0: my brother, me, you doing Sawbones, you doing
1: uh Uh, I'm in the middle of uh, brother My Brother, my brother, me. I'm catching up on the latest season of Adventure Zone because I was like ten or twelve behind. So
0: Yeah, I have not listened to any of the newest season of Adventure Zone. I kind of liked mm. being able to binge them all, so I'm just, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and then binge them all. Yeah, that's that's a fun thing to do. But the next one up, actually. <laughs> you want to guess what this one's one uh that okay, so P I B. All lowercase. The rest of them are all capitalized. So this one, P I B. Yeah, that was an accident. That wasn't on purpose. <laughs> Pib, Pib, pa. Pokemon Ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite kind of medicine. No,
1: I would just this is just a shout-out for everybody. Because I've I've talked recently about like my favorite kind of animation. The uh, Enter the Spider-Verse trailer came out recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like fucking again, I'm excited for that movie. That kind of animation is amazing. There's only like three or four movies that have it. One of them is Puss in Boots. Oh. Last Wish. Oh. And someone explained it to me as it's Logan for the
0: Shrek universe. And they're right. Puss in Boots is fucking amazing. That movie this is wildly movie, good. It's been, it came out months ago, right? But people are just, yeah, people are raving Come on about December. It. It's like, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it's hard so for me Peacock. to imagine that something like so deep in that Shrek universe. That's not Shrek one is worth watching. Like, like, They've had a there's been a piss puss piss piss in boots movie. <laughs> there's, there's been in Backdoor Sluts 9, there's a scene called Piss Boots. Um, there's been a Puss in Boots movie before, I think, right? Mm. And then, yeah, we've, we've had won, you know, Shrek 7 movies, we've four had four Shreks, you know, yeah. So, like, for something to be that far down and an offshoot of Shrek, it seems wild to me that it's getting as good of reviews as it is. But I
1: That's love great. Logan. Here's
0: what I'll say about it
1: again. They do have the spider verse like animate on the first and third you know like it doesn't animate every frame that's why they're mm-hmm. kind of like glitchy sometimes it does that but like not all the time it's like there will be certain scenes where it's like ding 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 ding, and it's like oh it's so creative and everything looks different and the bad guy um there's a wolf i guess he's just called the wolf the most terrifying bad guy i've ever seen in a kid's movie in my life and when you find out like who, who he is at the end of the movie it's like holy shit, that's wild but he is scary as fuck and it's just like it's a big bad wolf and then he pulls out these sides and like beats the shit out pissing Pissin boots <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie and guess what um uh guillermo
0: from what we do in the shadows uh-huh. is one of the main characters so that that's nice fun nice yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, i assume boots you've seen the great. trailer for speaking about animation stuff for the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie yeah. That's also one of the movies that does it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking excited for that. Wait too. for that. There was, I was sitting, we'll talk about this in a second. I was sitting next to this kid at super Mario. I, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. Mm-hmm, okay. When I talk, about I just line. love at the beginning of that trailer. It's uh
1: from perpetual teenager, Seth Rogen. I'm like, yeah, he gets it. He's awesome. Uh, but the next one, when
0: you guess what DR is, um, the, the closest, like I have two non joke answers oh okay and and i can't i can't i don't think it's either of them but they're like Mm -hmm. one of them is diablo resurrected diablo 2 resurrected the Mm -hmm. second is danganrapa although i know that's all one word but i don't know what is dr uh it's either doctor or dominican republic no i was gonna say my first answer when looking it was like oh that's dr mario
1: (laughs) i've been playing i've been popping pills no i've been playing dredge which is what is dredge Dredge is as a new indie game. It that's was,
0: cheating. You can't you can't put dr for dredge. If I just put D, I would have forgot. Uh <laughs> so I had to put the R for my own
1: for my own thing. Uh remember last month or at the end of the month when I was like best rated games of the month, and Dredge was on there and it hadn't even come out yet. Oh, that's it was already in right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dredge is an indie game. It is a fishing simulator where you're like on this set of like islands. It looks like off the coast of boston like it has that kind of like north atlantic feel um and you have this little fishing boat and you're like you fish and you go back to the town and you gain money and it's got all that but the twist is uh and it's very much a fishing sim game the twist is there are lovecraft monsters all over the place but okay it doesn't start out like that like you're literally it's like all right uh we found you washed up your boat's destroyed so you gotta build your boat up from the beginning it's like all right we're giving you a loaner boat pay it back um a little bit of tom nook style and they're like bring back fish and and it'll be cool and you know you'll feed the town you'll make some money and so you have their fish a couple days everything's normal and then one day you bring back like a fish that has just like three massive eyeballs it's just a normal cod but it just has three massive roast eyeballs and you bring it back and the fish dude's like hmm that one's extra interesting i'll give you more money for that one i like that one that one's cool um And then it starts to get into the Lovecraft of, like, there are weird things out in the deep. Um, Like, you don't want to be out at night because you have a sanity meter that starts to go uh, a little crazy. And you will see stuff. And there are things that will fuck you up. Uh, There's a really cool achievement where at nighttime, if you're in the fog and you blow your horn on your your little seahorn... Like you can randomly hear it repeated back to you out of the fog. But like the exact way you just. so I was like beep 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 beep. And then it was like beep, beep 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 beep. I was like, nope, <laughs> turn around, buddy, and straight back to port. Um, but yeah, no, it's basically a cosmic horror game, but it starts out as just a normal fishing thing, and you're I'm figuring out the uh the mystery and what's going on, but I'm also just like going island to island, finding this stuff, making my shit bigger and better. And oh, and the main gameplay thing, of course, is fishing, but then the ship itself is sort of like the suitcase from Resident Evil 4 where you have to like slot things into the grid. Oh yeah. So like you catch a fish and it's shaped like an L it's basically like Tetris, like this shaped like an L this is a square. This one is a square that takes eight spaces. This one is like, Oh, so you're putting your fishing rods and your engines and then everything you catch in there. And then yeah, you're upgrading and and finding out the mystery and it is fantastic. It is wonderful. Uh, I am digging dredge. If you have any interest in it, go get it. I think it's, I saw somewhere it was on sale, but it was 25 bucks when I got it. And I was like, this is worth every penny. It's so good. And again, especially if you like the weird Cosmic Horror stuff. It's out there. I'm scared. I don't want to go out at night. Let me tell you. <laughs> Dude, you have to like, you can get stronger lights. So like you can, basically they're like a fog surrounds you, but the stronger lights you have, like the bigger your area is to like not be affected. And like rocks will yeah. appear out of nowhere that weren't there. Or one time I was coming into port and a tentacle came out from behind me and then went right back in the water. Um, <laughs> I had something jump onto my ship and then infect one of the ship, uh, the, the, the fish that I had, and I didn't know what it was, but I was out at night, so it's awesome. Everyone, check it out. Dredge is super cool. Dope. That sounds awesome.
0: Um, getting into I, now, you have to guess what all mine are.
1: Destiny to MNFLC. I know it's some kind of event, but I can't. I can't tell you what kind of event it is, or maybe it's a, a name of a raid or a strike or something.
0: Destiny mm. to.
1: Mine <laughs> and
0: Fierro <fear-less> Los <laughs> Carotanos. I have no Nailed idea. Nailed it. it is. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, Destiny 2, Master Night Falls level cap. Those are the, the things I that I put there to remind myself what to talk about this week. Um Yeah, we this this season in Destiny, they've made so many changes to the way the game like level caps, the way that the difficulty scales, all sorts of different systems that are just quality life upgrades. But one of the most interesting changes has been to the way nightfalls work, which are, you know, the regular strikes, but they're just like super hard versions of the strikes and they have champions and all this kind of shit and they scale in difficulty. So um, they... Nightfall strikes, and specifically Grandmaster Nightfall strikes, which are like the hardest content in the game have been largely the same for the last like couple years it's the same six strikes in rotation since beyond light and um this time four of the six strikes are new and they've like taken battlegrounds from last times and made them grandmaster strikes and they actually took one of the strikes that was like the easiest most joke of a strike and they completely redid it this year and this uh it's well, one of them is the arms dealer. They read that one. And then another one, which was this week's like featured strike was uh, lake of shadows, which is one that you could complete normally in like a few minutes. And now they've just like completely changed the way that it works. And the, it's a, it's a much more balanced, um, strike than it used to be. But so we did it this week on master nightfall because next week is when grandmaster nightfall start again. So we did it on master me, Audrey and Jerrica. And we played through it like regular and we like, you know, tried to do it the way that the game intended us to do it, especially on the final boss. The final boss you used to be able to nuke in like 10 seconds and skip most of that encounter. And so this time, obviously, things are a little bit different. There's a different mechanic there to keep this like black goo from uh, eating. You have to keep it at bay while you're fighting the boss. And we did it once like that. And then Audrey was like, I feel like if we just like put a warlock well down and just do swords. And just chop the fuck out of this guy with swords, and then we did. It. And yeah, turns out that is a very good way to kill the boss in about ten seconds. Still, the rest of the the strike leading up to it, because your equipment is locked, so you can't change weapons in the middle of it. The rest of the strike is a little bit harder because you can't use any. Like your sword is very difficult to use on in that. You can't content. change in the middle of it. Oh, that's rough. no. it's the equipment because you box, always just yeah. go outside
1: the door and you're like, all right, get this one and get this one out, and then we'll do this right yeah so in grandmaster
0: stuff and in master stuff your equipment locked so yeah it makes the rest of the strike a little bit harder to have a sword equipped but then you get to the final boss and it's just like a freaking breeze and i'm also very very excited to say that audrey has converted she uh is now a warlock so we have two warlocks that can run wells and every mm, once in a while matt will throw in his little hat there in the warlock well and he'll be a warlock well, too where so. it's at. i'll tell you very that. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so happy Always been a are I don't to see even it. have the other characters. I don't have any of them. I only want to play <laughs> Warlock. Yes! The way the Traveler intended. Uh, let's do the third one. What do you think the third one is? So, this was part of the tweet.
1: And I said this to Chad before we started. I know this is not correct. But I just saw the string of letters, and I immediately mm-hmm. thought of, this is a video game, But then I thought of something dirty. So, what we have here is FFTFBL. And I thought it was... Final Fantasy Teen Fuckers Back Lot. <laughs> and I'm assuming that's not correct because I don't think there's Very ever close. been a Teen Fuckers Back Lot.
0: Very close. <laughs> uh, this is Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is something I picked up like a month and a half ago. and I told y'all I was obsessed with it. Um, and I, I found myself getting year, back apparently. into it. Yeah, it's so fucking good, Adam. I found myself, after seeing the Mario movie... I was like, I need, the, the music from Mario was so good. I was like, I need to listen to this soundtrack now. And they released the movie two days earlier than they had planned to. And they didn't release the soundtrack at the same day. So I had to wait two days for the soundtrack. And then I was listening to that. And I was like, God, I really want like good music. I want to I play a game with good music. And I was like, oh, there's a whole fucking Final Fantasy game with all the music in it. And so today I was like, you know what? Let me jump back into that a little bit. Let me jump back in. What's up, Maslama in the chat? Thanks for jumping in and saying hi. So I jumped back into to Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line, and I was like, I remember I left off. I was like halfway through a game. You know, there's this the campaign mode where you can play through each of the the different entries in the series, and it's like all the music from Final Fantasy VII, all the music from Final Fantasy III, and you get like characters and stuff like that. I was like, I was like halfway through one of those games, and I said, well, let me just finish it. And I just laid on the couch for two hours and did uh, three of those games instead of half of one. And then that unlocked this album at the end of the list called Theater Rhythm Remixes or whatever it was, and uh, Theater Rhythm Remixes is basically the most amazing like dance beat remixes of Final Fantasy songs and like big long medleys that ends in you like just destroying chaos, and it was so fucking good. And then at the end of it, it turns out I beat it. I beat the game, <laughs> but beating it means like I still have. You know, I've, I've scratched the surface of, I think I said, 16% of all the challenges I've done. Yeah, I mean, game. can so you really a be
1: Guitar Hero? You know, you got to keep going know, back right. and play him on hard yeah, and exactly. 100% and all that. Yeah.
0: And I've only played, like, of the storylines in there, I've played seven, I think, and there are at least 20 in the base game, not even counting DLC. So I've got a lot, a lot to go. Now, I do
1: have a big question for you. Yeah. Do they have Final Fantasy Origin Stranger of Paradise music in this video game? in theater rhythm.
0: Ooh, I don't You got to get in the mindset. I, you're to kill right, chaos, right. you know. They I'm sure they do. They have everything else. Like they even have the Crisis Core Reunion game that just came out in December. Like they have that stuff in there. And they have like all the different versions of Final Fantasy 7. They have Advent Children movie music in there. They they've got I'm sure it's in there. If not, then it's I need DLC. To,
1: yeah, you got to play that and buy the DLC if you have to because you need to be prepared for got this to, got barf to, got episode to. gotta kill chaos by the way so for this yeah. next one uh, oh jesus christ mass nice. llama who was in the chat specifically said looking forward to hearing all about the next thing you're going to talk about on tuesday so you gotta go all in bro do not oh. let mass llama be disappointed in your I'm recap ready. of what you're about to go to i'm next, ready right?
0: what do you think it is tsmbm um, Thursday,
1: Saturday, Monday, baby mamas.
0: <laughs> yeah, so those are specifically the baby mamas whose kids I see on Thursdays, Saturdays, and Mondays. Saturday and Mondays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's the Super Mario Bros movie. Adam, this fucking movie is perfect, Adam. It is perfect. I saw this on Wednesday. I saw it in AMC Dolby which is like, you know, blows your face off with the sound. It has the subwoofers in your chair. The screen is all Dolby Vision and it's beautiful and has such rich colors and contrast. And it is one of the most, this is from Illumination, which is the studio that did Despicable Me and and Minions and a bunch of other trash and has done this. And this is, I sorry, I've only seen Despicable Me 1 and I've not seen the rest of it. I just assume Those it's trash. because movies are wonderful. It's, are they? Okay. Despicable the Me 3 has the guy from South Park. Oh, okay, okay. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. And the the trailer's him doing like Michael Jackson stuff, right? On a boat? Yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. This movie, the Super Mario Bros. movie, first of all, is one of the most beautiful looking things. There are a lot of really good looking Pixar movies. There are a lot of really good Disney movies. This thing is incredible how it looks. And it it reminds me of how shocked I was when I went to go see, I saw Frozen 2 in a regular standard theater. Which I don't do very often. And I was like, "Ah, you know what that movie? I don't know." And then I went and saw it again in Dolby, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is a completely different experience. This thing is beautiful." I had that same kind of feeling when I saw Mario is gorgeous. Amazing. The sound, the the audio, not just like the soundtrack of like actual songs from the real world in it, those are all they all hit every single one of them and they're fantastic, but also just like all of the nods to every single Mario game throughout this thing are just incredible. And I'm I'm just like on repeat playing that soundtrack on Apple Music right now. But Adam, it is the most faithful game adaptation. Like, right up there with The Last of Us. It is the most faithful game adaptation I think I've ever seen. And it is so respectful to the source material, that while also telling, like, a completely new origin story, and also having characters that don't have accents. And, uh, like, no one in the entire movie does a voice except for Jack Black. Like, everyone else just does their regular-ass voice. But it works. It works for this, this world that they've built. It feels natural. It feels right while also still being respectful and they do kind of play it away in the in the first scene of like why they don't talk like that but it is it is so incredible adam and it has everything that you could ever think that you would want in a mario movie it has mario kart it has smash bros it has donkey kong it has all of these types of things and mar and nods to every bit of of uh mario lore at the same time it also like leaves you with so much more that like that could come from a sequel. You're like, oh shit, that person wasn't in it. Oh shit, we didn't even see that whole mechanic. Oh shit, we didn't even see this whole, th-. like there is so much to mine for a sequel. And I just had a, a wonderful time. And I think it was amplified because sitting next to me was this kid who was, I don't know, maybe seven or eight, probably. And he was sitting next to his dad was on the other side of him. And his dad was, you could tell dad was a hardcore nerd because his dad was geeking out just as much. But the kid, it started with trailers, seeing the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. And the kid, you could tell, had never seen that trailer before. And he just started doing I'm this. Cool. And he's freaking, freaking out. out, waving his arms like a wacky, wavy arm-inflatable tube man. Just doing like this in his chair, freaking Ninja out. Ninja Turtles? That's On the Ninja awesome. Turtles, yeah. He fucking loved the Ninja Turtles. And then, throughout the whole movie, the entire... And it sounds like it would be annoying, but I was living through this kid. Like, this kid, yeah. anytime something cool happened or something badass showed up or there was a, a dope fight scene or something like that, he would just go... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, and he would go over and he'd hit his dad. He's like, Look, look at that. And was, this kid fucking loved it. And I loved it so much more because of it. So everyone go find an Was he the Leo old. meme in the movie theater? Just like pointing at the screen constantly? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it was fantastic. It was so wonderful. And as soon as the credits rolled, he looked over to his, his dad and he's like, Dad, can we please stay to the end of the credits? <laughs> and as as his dad's like, Of course we can. Uh, it, was, it was amazing. Anyway, yeah, so this movie, I 100% recommend seeing it. I saw it in Dolby, but I'm going to go see it again, and they have it in 3D. And I like mm. to support the idea of 3D, so I'm going to go see it in 3D as well sometime probably That's this probably week. That's probably The only uh, good 3D movie well, – not the only good one. One of the few 3D
1: movie experiences I remember is an Illumination movie. I remember like, oh, wow, they actually did the shit where like, it comes out of the screen at you, which most mm. 3D movies don't do. And I was like, oh, okay, because it's animated, so like, of course they're goofing over the top. Right. So that – that sounds like it'd be pretty cool,
0: and the the nice thing about animated movies too, uh, when it comes to three D, is that like they're already built and rendered in a three D environment. Like they don't mm. have to go back and retroactively pull things out and make them clear. Like they just say, yeah, render this in three D and it's done. So That's uh, cool. very very good. Uh, I, I can't wait. I, everyone should go see it twice. It's amazing. Everyone. Um, uh, I will say,
1: I got two things. Uh First of all. I love how we're getting out so many things that are, like, references or exact things that are awesome. Like, again, last week, D&D. Like, that is just full of it, but it's awesome. It's fun. For Mario. Last of Us. All good. And also... He's a king. Everyone respects him. But Guillermo del Toro has been super hard on like animation as art. Like this is like he's only about animation now. He doesn't care about live action anymore. He's only all about animation. So I'm happy that we're getting so many cool animated again. Like Puss in Boots is amazing. Mario sounds like it's awesome. So like let's yeah. keep getting cool animations. Uh, Spider-Verse is going to be great. Um I will and everyone has been saying it, they're like yeah, the voice acting is good. Like everyone doesn't hate Chris Pratt anymore. And I'm I'm so thankful for that. Like leave yeah, my boy alone. yeah.
0: Like I, I didn't mind Chris Pratt's voice at all. I thought it worked completely fine. I and I totally forgot about my my dislike of him as a person after <laughs> this too. So like and for the rest of everyone else too, like Charlie Day, like he's Luigi. It totally made sense. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach, yeah. Keegan Michael Key. I think he was the only person who actually had some kind of like computer affectation. I think they just pitched his voice up a little bit, but it was still mm-hmm. it was still his his voice pretty much. And then Jack Black just like went hardcore into doing a Bowser voice as he did basically everything. Um, Love Jack Black. There's Kotaku is trying to fucking Kotaku pisses me off sometimes. They're trying to to they're trying to smear um, fucking Seth Rogen. Like they had a headline for the movie like "Um, Seth Rogen panned because he's the only person that didn't even fucking try in the movie or something like that. And it's like, no, shut up. Everyone did their own voice and it worked totally fine. And him as Donkey Kong was perfect and it was fine. Anyway, fuck otaku. Uh, so many great yeah. cameos in this thing, too. Oh, God, I just love it so much. I already bought, I already pre ordered the Steelbook 4K Blu ray. Mm-hmm. It's coming whenever the fuck it gets here. I can't wait.
1: Should be soon. Kids movies normally go to digital and Blu ray a little quicker than other movies. So you should be able to get that soon. Yep. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Because our only real uh, next story is also about mario but maybe my segment from adam is also about the mario movie (laughs) which would you like to do first
0: maybe game on game show is also related in part (laughs) to the mario movie
1: (laughs) i got a question. well first of all which what order do you want to do these things
0: let's do let's just talk real quick about this quest log thing okay and then let's jump into your thing and then we'll jump into game on game show and wrap it up
1: all right. Hope our things aren't too similar.
0: I don't think... Uh, I don't think if, they will be. If our things are similar, you have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right quest log. Mario is having a week. This comes from IGN and VGC. Speaking of how good the movie is, not only did it win the global weekend box office with an estimated $368 million, it officially had the biggest worldwide opening ever for an, excuse me, for an animated film. The Super Mario Bros. movie passed Frozen 2's $358 million. To earn the honor of having the biggest worldwide opening ever for an animated film. And it also had the biggest global opening of 2023, breaking Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania's record of 225.3 million. It also had Illumination's biggest opening, passing Despicable Me 2's 208 million. So that's quite an increase there. That's like getting close to double. And it had the biggest video game opening of all time, passing Warcraft's $210 million. So So, uh, yeah, Mario's doing great. People are... We don't have to worry about Mario in movies. They're doing great. I think theres there should be an asterisk on this. I don't know how many of these other things that it's breaking. Like, this movie did come out on a Wednesday.
1: Specifically yeah, to pad those days. numbers a
0: little bit. Um, but, yeah. It deserves every bit of that. It's fantastic. And then if you're wondering, man... Super Nintendo World just opened up in Hollywood. If you're wondering, the movie just came out. Where where are the games? Where are the Mario games? Miyamoto says we might get a Mario game soon. In an interview with Variety, Miyamoto was asked when the next Mario game could be released. Given that we launched the theme park and the movie this week, Miyamoto laughed and said, according to the video's subtitles, quote, Well, all I can say is please stay tuned for future Nintendo Directs. I can't say anything in advance, but we have Nintendo Directs every two or three months, so please look forward to those. And for context, the last uh, entirely new Mario adventure was Super Mario Odyssey, which was released on Switch in October of 2017. And then I think mm. the only other standalone Mario game that we've gotten since then is New Super Mario Bros. Wii U plus Bowser's Fury. Is that yeah? I think Bowser's or Super Fury. Mario yeah, World plus Bowser's Fury thing. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, we are we are overdue. We're mm-hmm. we
1: overdue for a new Mario. I'm excited. I'm hoping, well, so in one of my fantasy critic leagues, I think I, because you can bid in games that are unannounced. I think I have mm-hmm. unannounced Mario 2D and 3D game in one of my leagues. Because if they don't come out, I just drop them at the end of the year. No big deal. Well, yeah. But if at Nintendo Direct we get one of these announced and it comes out this year, you already know it's going to be in the 90s. Getting those points, raking it in, baby. Yeah. Not playing around.
0: Ooh, that's, that's an interesting bet, though, doesn't, that we're going to get a Mario game announced and released in the same year. i don't know i don't don't know the history on on you know how often that happens but yeah i don't think it's normally
1: that if we get it in the summertime i wouldn't be shocked if we got it in the fall but again Hmm. fantasy critically if it doesn't come out that year you just drop it it's fine no big deal
0: yeah who knows we might hear more about it at e3 oh wait oh wait my chest (laughs) my chest hurts um (laughs) let's jump into segment from adam segment from adam segment from adam that's when you get the flag at the end of super mario bros is that where
1: the teen fuckers slide down uh anyways (laughs) this week we're gonna play a little game on segment from adam it's Mm. called six degrees of
0: kevin bacon is being john malkovich Ooh, very good little portmanteau in that title. Well, mash up there we mashup go of titles to make a sentence long portmanteau.
1: Yeah, it's really just a six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but I like the movie being John Malkovich. So I threw that in there. Uh, nice. So basically, we're playing this. You're Mario. Pretend you're Mario or Luigi. Either Mario, okay. I, you might be player two, right? You just died.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. I have
1: six questions for you if you get three of them right you get a one-up and you can continue playing the video game if you get three completely wrong game over turn off the super nintendo forever you're dead if you don't get either of those you get to stay in nintendo purgatory for the rest of your life
0: have you now sorry speaking of Mm -hmm. have you seen the japanese manga that came out a couple weeks ago where it shows mario like one-ups are basically the mushroom that grows from the biodegrading mario body underground yeah i saw that crazy that's wild (laughs) <laughs> fucked
1: up stuff so basically the game is again we're playing six degrees kevin bacon where it's like i'm gonna give you a list of words it's like this okay. person was in the mario movie they were also in this movie with this person that person did this video game character what is that video game that that character uh, okay. this person next to that Woo! it's one of those things okay but again so what i uh, the way to do it again three right answers you get to live for three you're dead or the way to reach neither is to be like hey can i have a uh a uh, uh what do you call them? A clue. And if I give you a clue and you answer it right, then you just, it's even, it's whatever. You get maybe say okay. purgatory. Purgatory is not the worst, but if you don't want to get them wrong is what I'm saying. So if you need any help, even if it might stick you in purgatory, it's better than dying. Okay. Uh, all right. So number one, there are six of these. Just a heads up. Chris Pratt voices Mario. Mm-hmm. Correct. Chris Pratt also voiced the main character in the Lego movie. That mm-hmm. movie... Featured Liam Neeson as Good Cop, Bad Cop. Who did Lee- mm-hmm. Liam Neeson played a character named James in a video game. What is that video game?
0: What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pratt's as Mario is also in yep. the Lego Movie with yep. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson plays a character named James. What is the game that Liam Neeson is in? Basically, what oh video game is Liam God. Neeson in? He only has one credited as a video game, by the way.
0: This either has has to be. He has two. This either has to be like something from, you know, the Beyond Two Souls era of games, where they were like starting to cast Hollywood actors as like a as a selling point for their game. And it was Mm -hmm. relatively new and he was like he had maybe only done the Taken movies or something like that. Or this has to be like a uh Like, Call of Duty paid a $1,000 billion to get him to play a role. Either way, I'm going to need a clue. You're going to need a clue, so maybe you'll stay in Purgatory. You don't want to be wrong. I will say
1: that he plays the dad of your made character in this video game. So he is your father, no matter what. And I'll say it was in the 360
0: PS3 generation. Oh, my God. So you make a character, and he's your dad, named James.
1: Yeah,
0: And it's the PS3 360 generation. And I will give you another one. I think you specifically
1: would not like this video game for the fact that it's open world and the fact that it's brown.
0: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. What do you got? I, if, I, if, I, if I say the name of a game out loud... Is it like a one guess only kind of thing? Yes. Yeah, probably for time's sake, that's the best thing to do. All right, we'll go we'll go Fallout Three. Oh, you got it. Yeah, okay. Liam okay, Neeson okay, okay.
1: plays your dad in Fallout 3. No matter what you look like, <laughs> doesn't matter. Liam Neeson's your dad. Liam Neeson was literally a black dude with a fro in my game. It was all good. All um, right. so there you go. That's a zero. You're not going to hell, you're not going to heaven. You're fine. Okay. You're hanging okay. out. Charlie Day voices Luigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the movie Fist Fight, he also co-starred along Ice Cube, who's a voice in which major video <laughs> game franchise? What? <laughs> Charlie Day. He's oh in the movie called Fist Fight, where he's a, he's a teacher who has to get in a fight, and he's scared. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that character is Ice Cube. Ice Cube is in a video game. What is the franchise? I'll even give you what's the franchise that he's in.
0: Fudge. Ice Cube. <laughs> Ice Cube. It is a franchise game. Hmm. That movie come out during the pandemic. No, I think it was before. Okay. I feel like I saw something around like Ice Cube, or maybe it was Ice T or someone icy, who like lost a role because they refused to get a COVID shot.
1: No, I, think no, I thought it was that
0: movie. movie. I was like, wait a minute, no. Nope. Um. Unrelated, but Tracy Morgan's also in this movie.
1: That has nothing to do with the answer, but I was just letting you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need a clue. I Fistful. need a clue.
1: Um, I will say, ugh, I'll give you the name of his character. And again, remember, Ice Cube voices a character in a major franchise. He only did it once. Chief Petty Officer Joseph Bowman. So he's a military man in a major franchise. What major military franchise would Ice Cube possibly be
0: in? It's, it's, I mean it's either it's either again i don't think it's recent so it's probably it's either going to be like battlefield or call of duty or medal of honor but i think medal of honor is too old so i'm going to say call of duty i feel like i would have known about that i would have heard about that so i'm going to say battlefield because i know nothing about battlefield Ooh, that's a negative strike he is in call of duty black ops damn it he is in call of duty black
1: ops So that's fine. You're uh, one down. Not a big deal. You can still go to heaven or try to stay in purgatory. Uh, Anya Mm Taylor-Joy is Peach. She was also in Split, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, Mm -hmm. who also directed Avatar The Last Airbender, which had a video game on the Wii and the DS. Who is the actor who played Prince Zuko in the movie and the video game? What the fuck? So the M. Night Shyamalan Avatar movie, who played Prince Zuko. Just another random thing. He's like the only brown person in the movie. In a movie he's supposed to be full
0: of like Asian three people. Three minutes of that movie That's and turned awful. it off. I watched That's three minutes. I have I don't know who the fuck Zuko is. <laughs> Prince Zuko. I don't, I don't remember. I need to, I need a clue for this. Okay. Uh,
1: the actor is of Indian descent. Again, uh, fucking crazy that they made an Avatar movie. What's the anime or the cartoon? Dev Patel. Was like. It is Dev Patel. I was there about to go. say he also was the leading Green Knight. But yes, Dev Patel was like the only person of color in that movie. He's supposed to be completely full of people of color. Uh, but yes, <laughs> Dev Patel was in the game and uh, in the movie. Uh, in the game, you played as his character. You played as uh, the Arabian... Airbender- is it Ong or Aang? See, the problem is that the movie said it wrong, and I can never remember which way mm-hmm. it is the right way. Um, and then you play as Prince Zuko. So he voices the character you play in that Wii game that I'm sure is awful. So, one down two pushes you're probably going to be in purgatory unless you get the next three right then you can go live again but let's not get too wrong because you will be in hell all right jack black voices bowser who's featured in many double fine games Mm -hmm. uh i'm not going to name him because he's basically in all of them who is another major actor that is also featured in the same games jack black has been in not all the games jack black has been in but Jack Black has been in the same game, Double Fine games as this other actor, who is also a famous actor. Who is that actor?
0: Shit! I'm trying to think of. I can never remember the name of the game that he made with Double. Like the game where he, you walk around with a guitar and shit like that. I will Jack say because it's game. not related. That is Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. I always think Rock. He's Rage the main is, but character in Brutal Legend.
1: Yeah. Um, there are other Double Fine games that him and this actor are both in. I need need a clue for Purgatory. Okay. The actor, the games that they shared that are the same are Psychonauts 2 and Broken Age.
0: So who is a major actor in Psychonauts 2 or Broken Age that isn't Jack Black? I don't, I don't, I don't. I played Psychonauts 2, but I remember like wanting, like looking at it made me want to vomit. (laughs) What about Broken Age?
1: Did you ever play Broken Uh, Age?
0: I tried Broken Age for like three minutes as well. Mm Mm-hmm. In that um, three minutes, you didn't recognize a famous actor's voice. Maybe Can't I did. Maybe did. I played it when it came out. It was like a decade ago. Uh, uh-huh. Willem Dafoe. Ooh, close. Elijah Wood. Oh, okay. Okay. Elijah Wood oh, is the main... Oh, that makes sense. He does so many video game stuff. Even Remember that game, the VR game that he made? Yeah. Is making? Did Canceled? I don't know. I think he was like an art director on it or something. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I up. But no, he's, he's
1: the... Spoilers. He's the bad guy in Psychonauts, too. Remember, like, the guy who's actually the king who's pretending to be the other guy, whatever. But he's the main character you play as in Broken Age. He's the boy. You know, there's the boy okay. and the girl. He's the boy. Yeah. All right. So two At down. At this point,
0: I might be going to hell. Could stay in Purgatory, right? Yeah, you could still stay in Purgatory. Okay. Let's try to do that. All right. Seth Rogen
1: is Donkey yep. Kong. hmm Seth Rogen starred and directed This is the End. Uh-huh. In which the movie he acted alongside and directed Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. Danny McBride is in what massive game title. Danny McBride voices a character in a massive video game,
0: maybe one of the biggest video games of all time. Danny McBride? Mm-hmm. At this point I'm going to I'm going to ask for a clue because I'm not going to heaven. So, okay. I'm going to ask for the clue. I will say, again, Danny McBride, it's in one of the biggest video games
1: of all time. I would say it is in the top 3 best-selling video games of all time. As a modern video game that has appeared on three console generations.
0: Yeah, I was thinking Rockstar. I was I was, I was like, is it a Red Dead or is it a GTA? So it looks like it's GTA 5. GTA 5, there you go. I did not Ganyard know he Riders was in, in GTA. It makes 5. sense
1: for him, though. Yeah. He's like some random character in there. That's very cool. All right, our last one. This one either sends you to hell or keeps you in purgatory. We'll see what it is. Keegan-Michael T- Key plays mm-hmm. Toad. He's a longtime collaborator of Jordan Peele who directed the movie Us, which is the second directorial debut. Us featured Lapina Nyong'o, who starred in what game based off a movie franchise she also appeared in. <laughs> you see the six degrees of Kevin Bacon? And then yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. The John Malkovich is my mind if, like, this doesn't make sense to most people because it's, it's <laughs> insane. So to basically,
0: think of games that Lapita Nyong'o is in. Lapita I mean, was
1: in a video game that was based on a major movie franchise she was also in.
0: Uh, yeah, give me the clue just in case. <sighs> it's going to be a tough one. I will say
1: it is a Lego game. If that can narrow it down, it's a game that has. It is that she is in a Lego video game. What is the movie that the Lego video game was based on that she voices her character in? Not saying it's a major character, but it is a character that is in a game that a Lego made a
0: game off of. Um, uh, I'm going to say. Lego, it's an Avengers one, Lego Marvel's event, Legos uh, Avengers assemble, put put the Legos together, assemble them. Marvel <laughs> Avengers is that is that gonna be your final answer on that? <laughs> yeah, one? that's my final answer.
1: Oh man, I try to keep you out of hell. No, it's Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, Star Wars, Lego Star Wars. Chad,
0: who was she in Star Wars?
1: She's Maz Kanata. She's the girl who's like, that Wookie's my oh, boyfriend. Oh. I didn't know she was Maz. Mm-hmm. She's Maz Kanata. So there you go. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. But here's the great thing about you going to Nintendo Hell is that I just turn off the Super Nintendo and blow in the cartridge, turn it back on, you're back alive. There we go.
0: Yeah. Dope.
1: No one Woo. actually dies forever.
0: That's That was a wild one. That was rough. Rough for me. I'm yeah. going to hell. I'm burning. stuff. But again, it was just like, hey,
1: how can I just take the Mario movie and relate it to something that's not related at all and somehow loop it back into video games?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're going to continue that trend of Mario movie and celebrities Ooh. with Game On Game Show. The Game On Game Show will play a game called Game On The Game Show on a Game Show. Game, 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 game. I realized just now that I don't have a name for this game. So we're going to call it... Smash me into a movie, Daddy. <laughs> we have Smush Me Into Awful. a Movie. But this one's specifically about creating a Smash Bros. movie. Okay. So we have we have the Mario movie. We have that Nintendo universe has now built. We know how Mario is. Mm-hmm. We know the Mushroom Kingdom. We've seen the the Jungle Kingdom with Donkey Kong. We need a legit real Smash Bros movie. And now that we know that any fucking actor can come in and just do the regular voice and it works, we need to create a list of characters. We're none of the we're not gonna do the regular Mario characters in this uh, that are in the movie. We're gonna make another Don't movie in that same universe. It's a Smash Bros mm-hmm. movie. And we'll call okay. it in the same way that we titled the Mario movie. It's just gonna be called the Super Smash Bros. movie. Okay. Um so the way that we're gonna do this, I have a random celebrity generator pulled up right now that will just give me a list <laughs> a random okay. celebrity. We have to figure out between the two of us. Which video game character in all of video games, because we know Smash, like, reaches outside of the Nintendo universe, which video yeah. game character we think they would play best or is best suited for them, and then we have to go down all eight characters, and they're all going to be in the movie together, and then the ninth one, we're doing eight just because that was also the initial Smash Bros roster was eight. Mm-hmm. The ninth one, we have to make up a character, similar to Master Hand in Smash Bros. We have to make up a mm-hmm. character for whoever the ninth celebrity is, and they're the, the villain.
1: Okay. Not mastering so, me to make up a new villain.
0: Correct. 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 Okay. Um, here, here are some Ooh, I rules. And are some I got a good idea. There are some rules. I got a great fucking idea. We only get two okay. skips. Okay. So we're, we got to go with whoever's on it. And then we can, if it's for some reason someone we just don't know or something like that, we get two skips. And I would also like us to, if someone comes up and we recognize them, also maybe name a couple of things that they have done so that our audience can also be like, oh, got it. That's who that is. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So our first celebrity is Peter Jackson, director of the Hobbit trilogy and the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Peter Jackson. Pay to Peter Jackson. Jackson. Who do we want Peter Jackson? What video to play? game character would Peter Jackson play? Who had? It no, doesn't need to. Just could, is it any game character? or Is it someone who it would be. appear in Smash Brothers? It could be any video game character, and they will be in our Smash Bros movie. Okay. Well, again, I haven't heard Peter Jackson's voice in a while, but I know he's from
1: New Zealand, right? Mhm. Mhm. So who's somebody who has like a, who could a character we could have a, put a fun accent on and be like, "Oh, that was cool that that person's from New Zealand. That's Peter Jackson." Um, well, first thing that came to mind was Kirby. I don't know, I really know why. I just want
0: <laughs> I want Kirby to have a, a fun a fun voice and get him out the way as soon as possible. Um, Doesn't he I feel like his no, it was Japanese. I was thinking about the Kirby cartoon i was like doesn't that take place in like australia or something no but it was definitely in japan yeah um that's that's interesting because the first character i thought of was guillermo de toro in death stranding <laughs> because he won I know, he's a director Jackson and they look similar oh, <laughs> guillermo del, guillermo del toro. but no i think kirby's a good one i think kirby's a good one or kirby or king Dedede. because i like i like king Dedede. Now in the
1: cartoon he's a very southern whatever whatever. But let's just have it be Peter Jackson now instead. How about that? <laughs> and I love King Dedede and Smash Brothers. Anyways, so fucking yeah. adore that big chonky bird.
0: Chonky bird. Uh, <laughs> let go with Kirby. Guess, so Peter, ja- oh, I'm going to write this down. Will you? Will you write these down in the in the show notes so we can just keep track of them? Sure. Peter Jackson is Kirby. Peter Jackson <laughs> equals Kirby. Okay. All right. Next up is Zac Efron. Zach Efron from High School hmm. Musical, Neighbors, Baywatch, and that show on Netflix about climate change. Oh, is he in that?
1: I mean, the first thing that came to mind for me is Link. Like, you get this all-American white handsome boy. <laughs> he would make the a main sexy Link, the, yep. Yeah, as the main character of the movie, or one of the main characters. Like, that just seems like that fits together, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. I feel like that's too easy, though. Like, we... Mm-hmm. He's Who's also getting older now. He's definitely he's he's too old for Link, I think. Or as a joke, Toon Link. So we have Zac <laughs> friend's voice coming out of this little cell cel- 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 shaded boy. The character has abs for days.
1: Yeah, the little character pulls up his little pixelate or his little cell shaded shirt. And he's okay, got an eight
0: pack. Okay, if we put that twist on it, I'm in. I'm in. Young Link okay. done. We're Toon Link, toon link. not Young Link, because that's specifically link. Ocarina of Time. But Toon Link. Yeah, okay. I like it. Okay lady gaga
1: oh she's actually good though is the thing like she's actually excellent so it's not like a a joke
0: character well i feel like something i don't know why but i feel like something with really long legs (laughs) like is there some kind of weird video game character in like near automata or something like that well fuck maybe she's the main character from near automata to be yeah to be i feel like she's probably dressed up like her in a concert somewhere anyway and blindfolded herself and put on a blonde yeah. wig like that and someone tries to look up her panties and you get a trophy for it or whatever <laughs> yeah
1: i sure i think that's great because right. i'm sure who else has long legs i was thinking of the the big monsters from half-life but that doesn't make any sense to be voiced by lady gaga or even being a smash brothers game so uh, <laughs> or thinking about to be what about bayonetta she could be a great Bayonetta. They have similar vibes. Hyper-sexualized, I mean they're sexualized, yep. Just yep. ladies with swords that are sexualized, yeah. But which one do yep. we prefer? Do you like Bayonetta or do you like 2B more? Just to be honest, I don't like either of those
0: video game franchises. Uh, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> which one do I like less is the question. Um, Let's make her... I feel like 2B is a, a more interesting character that we don't see as much. Yes. Let's do 2B. All right. 2B... It also branches no, outside 2B. of the yeah. traditional Nintendo yeah. stuff. Um, 2B anne hathaway from the princess diaries from what else is she in oh she was dark knight rises in lim is dark knight rises yep you're right yep and she's on
1: she's a nolan regular now at this point so
0: huh who is anne hathaway i mean she could she could be was she catwoman in anything yeah she's catwoman in dark knight rises She could be, she could be a Catwoman, but that's again, that's easy. That's an easy cop out. Yeah.
1: What if she's Cat Peach? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that Mario game where they all put cat suits on. <laughs> so just have Peach in a cat. Well, we already have a Peach. Well, this is a different universe. We don't, Ooh. you know, we don't see, we don't see Daisy or Rosalina in the movie. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to have her be Daisy? She be Cat Daisy.
1: Yeah. Because I want someone with a real deep voice to be
0: Rosalina, just because Rosalina is like 10 feet tall. Uh, Cat Daisy sounds great. Fucking speaking of Rosalina, there's a little star loomy in the movie that is the fucking funniest part of the entire movie. The best thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great. What did we say? Daisy. Anne Hathaway. Princess Daisy. Cat right. Daisy. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to propose we skip this next one. The next celebrity is Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's probably skip. I don't even. Uh, I don't know what you would even do with. with let's with Rush. let's use one of our two skips on him. Uh, next, speaking of Christopher Nolan, is our next one. Do you want to use another skip? I don't think I've ever heard that man speak. We've already got a director. We don't need two directors. You're right. You're right. All right, that's our second skip. We cannot skip from here on out. Viola Davis. Oh, so she, I mean, we could do DC Suicide Squad Lady. That's what I was about to say. She's uh, Amanda Waller, right? Yeah, she's Amanda Waller in that DC universe.
1: I'm looking up everything that she's done. So we have How to Get Away with Murder, man. What a good show that I watched for a very, very long time. Uh, Let me see How to Get Away with Murder. She is Amanda Waller. Um, The Woman King. So she's uh, definitely, like, a strong, like... maybe like, a strong female character. Hmm. Who do we put, though? Who's a video game character that's... This could be Rosalina. Now
0: her voice isn't deep enough for Rosalina. Almost like like a... I don't know. I feel like a mom. Like a strong, Mm -hmm. like, you don't mess with my babies kind of mom. Then who has babies that they protect? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Whose entire thing... Is protecting their children.
0: Hmm. Um, um, the, (laughs) follow me here. (laughs) Okay. So I was thinking, I was thinking Pokemon trainer and like, Oh, you know, I was thinking Pokemon trainer as well. Yeah. Like protecting my Pokemon. And what if we took it one step further and there's the Pokemon execute. And then the bunch of little angry pink eggs. What if she's, (laughs) what if she's a big angry pink egg? guarding a lot of little pink eggs and she's Violet davis the big execute egg
1: she could be that or how about this the only pokemon we know that speaks have her cast her as meowth
0: violin davis's meowth i'm into it we have not seen meowth in a smash bros game that could be cool exactly i mean he might have been a trophy or something okay how many do we have now
1: uh we have five currently wait a minute one two three four five yeah
0: fuck we've used our two skips and our next one is someone named Ed Westwick who I do not recognize Ed Westwick uh Ed Westwick he's in Gossip Girl Romeo and Juliet <laughs> he's in a bunch of shit you've never heard of before White White Gold a movie called Enemy Lines he's, he's a CW yeah pretty white boy well, the, in a cw show kind well, this of this is where we throw the joke character that says like one
1: line then right or someone who just doesn't say anything at all all um, right all
0: right but they but they look pretty
1: yeah we've already used the pokemon because i would just have him be fucking like pikachu just have to be like pika pikachu but <laughs> i can't do that um who is somebody who's a silent protagonist that only makes grunting noises actually would probably be a good one We
0: could have him be Old Link. Old Link? Yeah. Zach Efron is, we we fake it as like, (laughs) oh,
1: Link's in the movie. And then he's like, but then he like falls off the stage and dies. And then Toon Link as Zach Efron's (laughs) our actual main link in the movie. Yeah. There you go. It's a little fake out, kind of like a Spider Verse. Like, is that Chris Pine? Oh, nope. No more Chris (laughs) Pine. (laughs) Yeah. So what's his name? Ed Wedwick? Ed Westwick. Ed Westwick, C.W.
0: Boy as old link. All right, you will not believe it. <laughs> the next one is also Ed Westwick. Let me refresh this again. Okay. Yeah, not Chris him. Rock. Chris Rock. Ooh, that'll be good. Who's someone who gets from slapped uh, the a lot? Oscars? He got slapped at the Oscars. For anyone yeah. who doesn't know who Chris Rock is, that's what he's most. Famous I'm also, a Dogma, right um, <laughs> comedian, all kinds of
1: stuff like that. So i mean give this is our this is our comedic comedic character like you know like jack black is f- phenomenal and yep. funny let's put him as one of these main characters who is chris rock who's a funny main guy that we can have in here
0: Hmm. i'm thinking like uh you know like a sidekick character like infamous his like cole's friend who's always there making cracking jokes and stuff like that mm-hmm. but how about ba- <laughs> he's obviously not that guy whatever
1: that guy's name is. But chris rock is teenage atreus
0: <laughs> i would love and it makes sense even you know with uh what's his face as kratos like mm-hmm. <laughs> i would love for atreus to have chris rock's voice let's do it chris rock is teenage atreus
1: <laughs> oh man sure why not
0: teenage atreus all right we have one more main cast member before we get to the villain. All right. The next cast member is Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. Oh, who, her and Zach was in the same. Was movie? She, yeah, that's right. She was high school musical too, right? High she school was high musical school as musical. well.
1: Yeah. Uh, what else has school she, school done? She, she done? Too? Has she done anything else since? I'm sure uh, she, she, she's done plenty, but I just, uh, high school musical, of course, is what I remember her from.
0: Uh, she's done Journey 2, which is Journey to the Center of the Earth 2. Oh, which watched I watched it like, a year ago. The Rock Spring in that, Breakers. Yeah bad boys for life high school musical two and three well i i've literally not seen anything oh she was in tick tick boom okay on netflix in 2021 there you go it's the only other thing i think i've seen her in do we do we do it and make her zelda oh a little zach efron vanessa Hudgens, smoochy smooch Mm -hmm. okay Okay. Because like, old Link's, Link's in the
1: movie and he dies because <laughs> he falls off the stage. <laughs> and then Peach is like, oh, no, I'll never find love again. And then Toon Link shows up and he's a goofy boy with an eight pack, but we don't know that till the end of the movie. And mm-hmm. Zach Efron and them finally, slowly fall in love because her original guy died.
0: Can we can we pull the awkward Enough Time switch where... It's she- not Impa. Sheik, yeah, where she plays Sheik for mm. most of the movie. And then boom. Just like in Smash Bros, where you can swap between the two characters. Yes. Vessa Hudgens as Sheik. Sheik is like her first, like mourning then... Link's death. <laughs> She's Sheik. That's her yeah. like wearing the black gown with the veil. and That's her veiling her emotions and mourning as Sheik. And then she turns into Zelda when she finds out Toon Link has an eight-pack. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Perfect. Great kids movie. All right, the villain of the movie with an original character is Claire Danes. (laughs) Who? Claire Danes? Claire Danes. I feel like she's been in, like, all of those Lie to Me movies, shows that you watch. Homeland. She was the main girl in Homeland, which I've never seen. Oh, okay. Romeo Plus Juliet. Okay, so I feel like Terminator (laughs) Terminator 3, 3. Rise of... Machines, she's someone who okay hasn't been relevant for a while. I think is safe to say, mm hmm. And Homeland ran till 2020, Jesus, went for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe it's some kind of character that, like, is something well, no, it's, it has to be original. Um, so some kind of character that, like, has a chip on their shoulder because no one pays attention to them anymore, or like, didn't so. know they existed, or something. I made a note
1: at the bottom of my six degrees of Kevin Bacon as being John Malkovich page of uh, before mm-hmm. we even started. I wrote down Billy Eichner is our villain. <laughs> so do we have Claire? Is D- Billy
0: Eichner. Claire Danes playing Billy Claire Danes plays Billy Eichner, who's pissed off because no one saw the gay movie, the Bros movie. <laughs> yeah, the Bros movie. <laughs> That's why I he's so love- angry. So it's like a fake, like a crane, like, oh, it's a fake
1: body or a fake voice. And it's it's a Billy Eichner the whole time. It's like, oh, man, Billy Eichner's a bad guy. And then we pull down the curtain to to reveal it's Claire Danes instead. (laughs) I just rolled down Billy Eichner because I like Billy Eichner. What would we actually have her do? Hmm. Is it someone who's, okay, that's perfect. Who's a video game character who's not relevant? Who would be mad and try to make them all fight and kill each other and be like, oh, it was me all along. It's so like, who's someone who used to be popular, who's not anymore? Spyro? Claire Danes is will
0: Spyro? Be, um, yeah, it could be Spyro. Must oh, be original what, character. About, what, about, what about someone will make up a character, who, uh, Sly Cooper? Sly Cooper was like a thing that they were gutting. They're like, we're bringing Sly back. And then no one played mm. Sly 4. And maybe she was like set up to be the villain in Sly 5. But she never actually got to be because no one played Sly 4, so they never made her game.
1: And the Sly Cooper movie. She's like, man, my, I was going to be the biggest character. Yep. We were getting a new game. And then all of it got killed. And she was like, all, everything went away for me. It's all gone.
0: Yep. Yep. What does it it's, look it's like? Very, so it it's very an big animal. Wreck-It
1: Ralph. It's very big Wreck-It Ralph energy because it was also like, I'm King Candy. And I was in a game that got <laughs> destroyed. But it doesn't matter because yep. kids don't remember that movie. Uh, That's right. So miss fox
0: miss fox
1: yeah we As need the canceled a canceled villain from the sly cooper movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> if she if she's a canceled villain i feel like we also have to slip a little bit of like like maga or something like that in there to actually get her like she's a canceled villain like it plays on she's multiple layers all the way
1: she was uh she was for euthanasia of of all raccoons and people were not happy about it.
0: <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay.
1: She's like, I was only doing it because I was the villain. And they're like, I don't know, killing <laughs> raccoons isn't the greatest
0: move, lady. Okay, okay. So our Smash Bros. game movie, our Splash Smash Bros. movie features Kirby, played by Peter Jackson, Toon Link with eight abs, played by Zach Efron, 2B from uh Near uh, Automata, played by Lady Gaga. Cat Daisy, played by Anne Hathaway. Oh, man, we have two cats in this. Meowth, played by Ola Davis. Uh we have two links. Yep. CW Boy. Or Old Link played by Ed Westwick, CW Boy. Teenage Atreus, played by Chris Rock. I want that PC mod. All y'all nerds out there modding stuff into God of War on PC. <laughs> mod Chris Rock's voice on it. <laughs> Atreus. Um, and then Sheik at first and Zelda, played by Vanessa Hudgens, all teaming up to fight Claire Danes as Miss Fox, the scorned, canceled villain from the Thievius Raccoonus not Spyro, uh, Sly Cooper, Sly Cooper, movie and game, excellent, great, great. That's That's going to do just as well as Super Smash or Super Mario Bros. The movie. It's going to be amazing, and we're going to get so much money. Yeah, we're geniuses. (laughs) All right, that's it for Game on Game Show. That's it for episode 303 of Respawn Aim Fire. Uh, you have homework. Your homework is as follows. Go post something, what did I say, goose-related? Happy goose. Go post a happy goose on Alex Cozina's Twitter. Uh, go to patreon.com slash respawn aim fire, where you can vote on barf games each month. You have voted for April's game to be Final Fantasy Origins Strangers of Paradise. That is the game we're playing in April. We will convene at the end of the month to talk about it. If you're over there on patreoncom slash and you're like, Wham, what else do I get?" You also get early access for a month to our new game show series, which is starting in April with Raff Pretty, which is a spin on a popular game show that we can't legally name. It it starts with the first syllable of Jeff. Well, the first half of the, the only syllable of Jeff, <laughs> and then is also like a cool festival at the end, like like a party. Like a Jeff so like, party. Yeah, it's, it's like Jeff party, but if you take out the second half of the first syllable and only syllable of Jeff in Jeff party, and you take that out, that's what yeah. it's like. We're going to have a guest on the show for that. Uh, we're looking like we're recording next week, so you should have definitely that by the end of the month, uh, if not much sooner. And then for everyone else listening, you will get access to it for free sometime in May. And in May, we will replace that exclusive one with another one of a different type. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, News for that, drop it on Twitter and on Patreon. We should probably, I'm going to tweet right after this. I was going to say right now, but I can't concentrate on two things at once. We're going to tweet out that our barf game is Final Fantasy Origins, just in case someone didn't listen and they want to get a head start on it. Uh, That's it. That's it. Um, Adam, I always feel like I get to this point in the podcast and I'm like, there's something else significant that I'm always missing here. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should we should create something to go here. But in the meantime, oh. we have to deal with our usual sign off, which is, mm, I have eight abs. Mm, <laughs> that's Toon Link, that's
1: Toon Link. Yeah, Zac Efron of two Link is perfect. It's exactly what he sounds like. I hope mm-hmm. that's what he sounds like the whole movie.